This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today, the inspirational podcast that was born in April of 2009. So we are coming up on our 10-year anniversary. Wow. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited for today's first guest, Mark Nepo, poet and philosopher. He is committed to creating a space where we can meet and be more authentic. Mark is coming to New York very soon, and he'd like to meet you. In fact, you can start a one-year journey this month with Mark Nepo. His new book is called More Together Than Alone. How can he sum up his message? Oh, I'd say my message is that being human is is both magnificent and messy, and there is just nothing more demanding and courageous than to be fully who we are and to love each other. And how did you come to be fully who you are? Oh, well, I'm I'm actually, next week, I'm, I'll be turning 68, but in my 30s, I uh, was stricken with a rare form of lymphoma, which almost killed me, and so that turned me inside uh, out and upside down and made me very authentic because that was the only, the only way that I could still be here. And ever since then, I've been a student of all paths, and all my books and all my work have been trying to reveal or lift up that common center of all traditions and to help people uh, find their own gifts and their own wisdom. What would you say healed you? Oh, you know, I am not wise enough, nor was I wise enough to know what worked and what didn't. I was blessed to have people from all traditions offer me help and blessings, and I had Eastern medicine, Western medicine, everything you can imagine. And so I'm not wise enough to know what worked and what didn't, and that's why I believe in everything. And everybody, through our authenticity, that's the tuning fork by which we figure out what of the many, many gifts available will work for us. Through our authenticity. What can prevent us from being our authentic selves? Well, that's a great question. And, and, you know, throughout history, it has always been fear and pain and self-centeredness. You know, I, the book that I've been talking about, which is all about community, more together than alone, I've looked at throughout history and cross-culturally at all the ways we've worked well together and all the things that get in the way. And there's one kind of pattern that's in all the examples and stories, and that's that when fear makes us think that self-interest will protect us, love and suffering affirm that we're more together than alone. Okay, I want you to say that one more time. That when fear makes us think that self-interest will protect us, love and suffering affirm that we're more together than alone. And you know, one of the things about suffering, nobody signs up for suffering. We don't like it, but you don't sign up for gravity either. You know, it's just there. (laughs) And But the thing about it is that it it expands our heart and it makes us have more compassion. And every time the heart opens, it doesn't, it, it stays open. It doesn't close up again and then you know once you have a bad back then you're not impatient with someone who has a bad back who's ahead of you in the grocery line (laughs) right 
So many of us found you in 2010 when Oprah Winfrey chose your book, uh, Book of Awakening, as one of her favorite things. Did you know her before she chose that book? No, no. You know, I, I like so many people, I just was dumbfounded and blessed that I got a call from her people. And, uh, and wonderfully, one of her assistants had uh, given her the Book of Awakening as a birthday present, and it just happened to speak to her. And the next thing I know, she's saying, who is this guy? Can we talk? <laughs> you know, and she's so genuine and generous and such a bridger. As soon as she spoke about that book, it was in 24 hours, it was all over the world. Right. And then I know you went on tour with her for one of her weekend retreats because I saw you speak in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, it was Newark. Newark. We had one of those, yeah, weekends in Newark. And, and that was just an incredible honor to be a part of that. You experienced it. It's just remarkable. Yeah, remarkable. And I know you've showed up on her Super Soul Sunday. As well. Yeah, I just, you know, it's been a blessing. And I, I think that, you know, when I've been blessed to talk with her, I don't feel like it's an interview of me. I feel like we're, you know, entering a deep space and looking at that together. It feels like the most beautiful kind of education. Oh, well, thank you. That's the kind of space that I'm committed to trying to open, you know, wherever I speak or teach, is really to open up that kind of heart space where we can enter into it together. Now, what will you be doing with the New York State Writers Institute in March? I'll be March 5th, that evening, I'll be giving a talk in Page Hall uh, based on the new book, uh, More Together Than Alone, telling stories from different cultures and times and talking about these things. And the next day on campus, I'll be offering a conversation and reading around the medicine of poetry. And it's really amazing because I taught at Albany for many years, many years ago. So it's really special for me to be able to come back. What is it about poetry that moves us so? Well, I think that, and this is where we're miseducated, that, you know, poetry is not just the words on the page. Poetry, to me, is the unexpected utterance of the soul. You know, writing it down is like, that's the trail of it. It's really what happens between us when we're tender and real and vulnerable and tell the truth. And that's the poetry that changes us. And that's why we're all moved by it and we all return to it because that deeper sense of poetry, which is about seeing and feeling and hearing and honoring each other, that changes our lives. That brings us out into the open. Mm, the unexpected utterance of the soul. Beautiful, beautiful. And then you're coming to Brooklyn in March, New York City in April. Yeah, so in Brooklyn, uh, that'll be March 8th through 10th. I'll be at Prema Yoga Studio giving a weekend workshop retreat based on the exquisite risk, one of my early books, Daring to Live an Authentic Life. And then in April, I'll be back at ABC Home and Carpet, which is a, an amazing store, but they have this amazing amazing workshop salon space in it. They have a great tradition there. I've talked there before. And there I'll be leading a, a weekend workshop April 6 through 8, Finding What Can Last, foundational in our lives. Wow. And ABC Carpet, isn't that Deepak's home base? That's it. That's where it'll be. Wonderful. Mark Nepo, so nice to talk to you uh, personally and so grateful for all of the work that you're doing. And tell us again about the latest book. Yeah, the latest book, more Together Than Alone is all about, you know, discovering the power and spirit of community. And what I, it's taken 13 years to retrieve, to bring into being. 
writing and my commitment there was to try to find just gather stories from all times and all cultures of moments when we work well together because that's a tradition this tradition and lineage of care and interdependence which is quieter but it's always available to us which seems very important right now That's Mark Nepo. Find him in Albany at the New York State Writers Institute. Next week, he's at Prema Yoga in Brooklyn, April 5th and 6th at ABC Carpet and Home in Union Square. And you can take a year-long journey with Mark starting March 29th. Find all the details at marknepo.com. On his way to New York. And by the way, if you ever find yourself in New York's Hudson Valley and you need a haircut or a blowout, do stop by Deb's Hair Salon in Nelsonville. Deb and Mary do great work on your hair, and the conversation is always good for your head. So Deb said to me the other day, Mary told me to read this Mark Nepo. I love him. He's great. You should have him on your show. And I said, you know, I should. And then I found out he's coming to town, and it all worked out. So thank you, Deb and Mary. And thank you, Mark. And by the way, if you miss Mark Nepo this time around, he'll be back at the Omega Center in August. Hi, it's Casey. I am actually hosting a Shine On retreat myself for women this weekend, and I've got retreats scheduled for July and August, too. You can always find details at Casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. I have another spiritual rock star for you today. Do you know Jillian Pransky? Jillian has a TEDx talk on her website that will change your life, I just know it, especially if you know someone who is hard to love. But today, we are diving into Jillian Pransky's gift of cultivating self-love and care with the art and act of deep listening, a process of learning to meet ourselves. In the practice of deep listening, we are learning to pay attention to our body, our mind, and the way we feel in any given moment. Not only how we feel about tension, but also just how we feel in general. It's a process of learning to meet ourselves in a much more intimate way. So we can start to listen more deeply to whoever it is we might be interacting with and the world around us as well. A process of learning to meet ourselves. I think that's, I've never heard it put quite that way. Because we talk often on the show about mindfulness, but this is truly, the purpose of mindfulness is to know ourselves. I'm 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 piecing together here. Does that make sense? It does. And I think that when we learn to listen deeply, it's really, it's a compassion practice. It's learning how to show up for ourselves and create an inner environment of safety so that we can start to disarmor or unharden or relax the resistance that we normally walk around with all day long, both towards ourselves and towards the world around us. We have a a lot of tension in our body and in our mind. We have a lot of armor. And deep listening is, is a way of creating a sense of softness and compassion and safety so that we can become more porous and more malleable and more fluid. And then therefore we can start to respond rather than react all the time. All right. You had me there for a while. The inner environment of safety, I'm all in. I'm all in. That sounds beautiful. That sounds like radical self-care, and that's wonderful. But this porous and malleable stuff, I'm not so sure about. Why do I want to be porous? Well, porous and malleable, I guess what I mean by that is 
And the reason I bring up safety is all day long we walk around with tension. And tension is a way that we grip. Tension is a way that we harden ourselves. It's the armor we wear. Tension is the stress response finding a home in our body. And when we walk around with tension, it's as if we're walking around constantly defending ourselves from the world, which leaves us in more of a state of stress, more of a fight or flight response. So we're responding to the world as if we have to fight something or flee from it more often than interacting with it and befriending a lot of our circumstances. So the porous and the malleable, like once we set conditions to feel more safe inside, we relax that armor, we become more fluid and able to move with the circumstances that we're faced with. We can't always change the circumstances, just like we can't change the weather. Most of the things we're interacting with, we respond to as if we think they're stressful. But if we're not coming from a stressful place inside, then how we meet our circumstances outside, we have a lot more resources. And those resources allow us to be more flexible, more changeable, find new outcomes, new ways of behaving, new ways of responding. And that's really what I mean by porous and malleable. Got it. I can see myself being porous and malleable out in nature because that's like a safe place. But the thought of being porous and malleable in the workplace, you know, I was I was holding on to my defenses. I was I was keep holding on to my armor. Like I like this idea, but I'm just putting my armor down a tiny bit. Yeah, and it takes practice, but the truth is is that whether we're in nature or we're in a safe space around us, like um, our protected little home or a beautiful environment, we have more resources. We access a part of our brain that I'm sure you know you've heard of in all the work that you do speaking with authors and such is um, this prefrontal cortex, the ability to see the big picture, the ability to analyze and look at sort of big picture thinking and creativity and develop new routes of getting to sort of an outcome. That's only available to us when we feel safe. That's only available to us when we're not wearing our armor. And in the workplace, we want to bring our creative selves. We want to bring our teamwork. We want to bring the ability to get things done in a new way without depleting ourselves and exhausting ourselves and fighting each other all the time. And the same relaxation that we can feel in our bodies when we feel delighted by nature, we can learn like a skill to feel in more places of our life, even in the workplace. We're talking to Jillian Pransky. She is the author of Deep Listening, a healing practice to calm your body, clear your mind, and open your heart. Okay, when did you start listening deeply? I started a deep listening practice when I was about 25. I sort of started exploring it, but I didn't really get there until I had, of course, my own deep health crisis. I I went through three different health crises throughout my, I'd say, 20s and and 30s. And, you know, when, when anyone has a really good crash or a really good depletion or thinks they've lost their mind or had some sort of a nervous breakdown, what might come up from that is a great new way of living. And so through my own healing process, even though I've been doing yoga for over 25 years, I would say my deep listening practice has cultivated in the past 20 years. So where do we start? There's people listening to you right now saying, give me some of this. What does deep listening feel like, sound like? What should I be listening for right now? A deep 
listening practice, again, is the way we meet ourselves. And one of the first steps in the meeting ourselves is pausing and allowing our bodies to be actually on the ground, like held up by what is literally under our body. And we can do that in any moment. For instance... We can lie down? We can sit on a chair. Okay. If we're standing, we can feel our feet on the ground. Where Whatever is under our body, whether we're standing, sitting, or laying down, most often we don't allow it to hold us up. And that stimulates a sense of stress. So step number one is allow what's under your body to hold you up. And my whole posture just changed. Mm. With one deep breath on one exhale, feel the seat under us, the earth under us, the bed under us, wherever we may be. And we begin to start to unravel some of the way we hold ourselves up off support, which keeps us feeling stressed. Okay, this is easy. I can get on board with this. We call it landing or getting grounded. Landing. Which then allows us to breathe more fully. And most of us know that when we breathe deeply and fully, we do start to naturally calm. But if we're not grounded, it's really hard to get that deep, full breath. So if we start by letting the ground hold us up, letting our body land, we make room for a deeper, fuller, more healing breath. That's amazing. Because before you said that, to feel the support of the chair, I was holding my everything up. I find we all do that all day long. Even a seasoned practitioner, the, the only difference between someone who's been practicing for many years is that we are much better at catching ourselves with our shoulders and our ears more often and returning to allow that support underneath us. But the habit of holding ourselves up, it's universal. Right. It's the stress response. And I'm going to guess, too, that when you catch yourself holding yourself up, you have to be kind to yourself. That is the key. You got that. So if we're not kind to ourselves... If we're just another bully in our lives, back towards ourselves, we get better at protecting ourselves. We have to learn how to meet ourselves with care, with gentleness, so we feel safe in our own body. So the voice that is there for us is one of care and support, which allows us then to land even more, breathe more deeply, and gather more resources to be in our lives more vibrantly with more well-being. To be another bully in your life, that's another phrase I've never heard before, but I guess that's what we are. We do. We're probably our, you know, we're probably our biggest bullies. Wow. Jillian Pransky, this is amazing. So what other words can you teach me? I've just learned landing. What other words will I learn when I go deeper into deep listening? Repeat. This isn't a process where you learn how to do a practice and then the job is done, you cross the finish line, and all of a sudden you have a new way of being in the world. I think what is most important and what's really liberating is we learn how simple it can be to pause, be present, and show up in our lives in a fuller way, but it's a regular practice. And so we learn how to repeat re-relaxing, re-landing, allowing our breath to be full, allowing ourselves to be caring towards ourselves, be more gentle. And we learn how to repeat that in a very easy and friendly way. The trick is really in repeating. What kind of information do we get when we're deep listening? I'm sure you've worked with people one-on-one. What do they tell you they, they unearth when they're listening to their bodies? I think 
most people are surprised by how habitual their armor is or how habitual their tension is. And they believe the storyline attached to it. And I think people are really surprised to find out that our stories are ever evolving. There's no end to our story. We don't have it all figured out. So when somebody works with me, what I hear most is, I have never felt my body on the ground before. It is a revelation to know that there's support underneath me. I've never felt my breath so deep. But I've also never made room for this story that I thought was exactly me to evolve and to grow, and it wasn't so fixed. That, that's where that word malleable and porous comes back, is that we're ever evolving. And really deep listening is setting the conditions to allow ourselves to evolve with the ever new now moment. Got it. Got it. Now, what do some of these stories sound like? The stories that they well, that you, you know, mentioned. the stories of I'm not good enough or I don't belong or I'll never be successful or I won't find love or how come I'm always stressed, I'll never relax or I'll never be well. Well-being healthy does not look like how we think it is. We have sort of now we're, we have like Instagram images in our mind about what we think our lives should be. And what shows up when we let our bodies land and our breath deepen and we are more soft with ourselves, what shows up, the possibility of our evolution sometimes surprises us about what direction we might go in or what choice we might make next. Instead of the story of what choice we think we should make, we start to making choices that are more from aligned from our heart and rather than the shoulds. All right. What kind of transformations have you seen? I have seen people make career changes, uh, move from busy cities to quieter, more holistic locations. I've seen people move into cities from holistic, you know, areas that that needed more stimulation. I find that people give themselves a lot more permission to feel who they are rather than who they think they should be or have been all along. I love this. All right. Now you're coming to Omega when? In the summer? In the fall? It's in the future. I'll be, I'll be at Omega twice, actually. I will be at Omega leading my own retreat, Deep Listening, the end of May, May 31st, for a weekend retreat. And then I have the honor of being part of a brand new conference, one of their first um, conferences, Transforming Depression Through Connection. And that's in September. And I'll be one of many amazing presenters that are offering skills and community and self-care tips to really nourish those who are moving through life with depression. Transforming Depression Through Connection. This is not a weekend retreat. This is something else. That is a weekend conference. So the first one I'm teaching is a retreat, and I'm leading that by myself. And the second one, I'm part of a group of, I think there's about six professionals, really amazing doctors, clinical, uh, neuroscience, psychologists, nutritionists. Uh, We will all be participating in offering tools and techniques to bring more well-being into 
the lives of those who live with depression. And that's September September 13th to the September 13 to 15. And who can go to that? That is for anybody, whether it's for somebody who's struggling with depression themselves or uh, their caregivers, family members, as well as those who work with people with depression. All right. So Deep Listening, a healing practice to calm your body, clear your mind, and open your heart. That is your book. Is that your one and only book, or do we have a body of work I should be looking for? That is my current one and only book. I have some online courses with Yoga Journal, and I'll be coming out with another one with Yoga Journal soon. But as far as the book goes, that's what I got. Wonderful. Where can we go to find out more about you? You can go to my website at Jillian. Pransky.com. Jillian Pransky, P-R-A-N-S-K-Y. So nice to meet her. So happy to have a new tool, Deep Listening. I hope Jillian comes back again. Now, our thought for the day bounces back to our first guest, Mark Nepo, who speaks to the idea of armor Jillian discussed. Mark said, when we hesitate in being direct, we unknowingly slip something on some added layer of protection that keeps us from feeling the world. And often, that thin covering is the beginning of a loneliness, which, if not put down, diminishes our chances of joy. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.